Man, I am so excited for the very first episode of Screen Peaking. It's our weekly look into all things gaming and nerd culture. My name is Max Bennett, also known as Tier 64, and I'm here with the one and only John Fortitude Perez. What's up, man? Yeah, what's good? I'm so excited. Dude, it's it's so funny because we, we were talking about doing this podcast or doing a podcast for... For a good time, for a good time now, yeah. and uh, we're finally here, man. We're finally here. I know. How's it everything? It does feel like it's been it's been in the works for a while, but yeah, it's been. Let's just had to give it get past some work stuff, and then right. we're all in. Yeah, um, dude. Yeah. How's everything? How's life? It's been good. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing too crazy. Um, just the same old. What's up with you? You know, same, same, same old, same old. Just. Uh, with the family and uh, trying this new streaming thing out, which I'm sure we'll talk about in a little bit. Uh, and then, uh, of course, just recently started up a media company that I'm trying to, to grow, uh, which has been absolutely insane. Um, one of the things that I uh, like to ask myself every time I stream or every time um, that I'm creating content for the media company or taking meetings or talking to my content creators or whatever it is, uh, is like, okay, like, the first thing I do in the morning, especially when I think about all these things, is like, all right, what can I do today to make the stream better? Or what can I do today to make F7 better? You know? And it's just like, it's a constant like battle in terms of like figuring out, okay, where am I trying to take this these things in my life? Mm. Um, but, but you know, we're here and we're alive and we're kicking and, and I think things are so far so good in my opinion. So... Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, and you brought it up, so I think we should just dive right in. And Let's do it. Dive right in. Um, so, this podcast is actually part of a larger project that you've started, which yeah. is called F Seven Media. Um, uh-huh. I mean, you've, you've done an amazing job, of just sort of as an individual streamer, of setting up a community and really growing it. But why did you want to branch out and start up a media company, content creation, e gaming? Like, like, where did this crazy idea come from? Um. It's it, it really I think the seeds started the seeds of it started I probably like five four or five years ago. Um, if you if you have been with me, kind of OG wise, um, you know that I've had many different um, media things. Like I used to uh, have a video game company, video game news company uh, called Pizza Bet Games, and then from there I started genre off podcasts. Uh, and then from there, kind of like just small little projects, but nothing really huge. Um, but the goal, I think, has always been to have my own media company um, in terms of con- like just having people who uh, want to content create. Uh, but also, of course, podcasting. You know, like we've done podcasting for so long um, at this point. And that's always been like my dream. Like, yeah, I would love to be a full time streamer one day. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't think that I would have a full-time stream job if it ever comes one day without podcasting because podcasting to me has always been one of my favorite ways to um, consume content on the internet Um, and Mm -hmm. so every time I envision uh, creating a media company or creating something out of it um, I've always had uh, uh, podcasting in in my mind now content creation and esports kind of came along just in of of what I was seeing in the industry of gaming, um, like streamers absolutely killing it nowadays, and, and and wanting to do that. But not only that, but just wanting to build up a team of content creators. And then of course, you know, as I started doing more research on the rise and growth of esports, it's like 
man, you know, like I, I feel like <laughs> I, I, I want to try my hand in it. Um, I don't know. That's probably the one thing that I think I'm the most scared of uh, with the esports thing, not knowing what that's going to look like uh, for this company. Um, but I think there's so much potential there, um, especially in the DC uh, area, because mm-hmm. like there's so many amazing things happening in the DC area in terms of esports. Um, yeah, yeah, because you got the the Overwatch League. I think the Washington Justice. Yeah, you got Overwatch yeah. League. You got even smaller uh, teams. Like shout out to the my friends at Overtime Network and uh, Esports Fair Play <laughs> and DC Esports. Like just so many great things. And and for me, it's like okay, what are the three pillars of F seven podcasting, content creators, content creation. And of and then third and last but not least, uh, I just wanted to try my hand in esports and see and kind of see where that goes. So yeah, and so just kind of like let's put on like our uh, our magical glasses and like jump ahead. Yeah, two or three years in the future. Oh like, what do you imagine? Like what? <laughs> like if you if everything went right, yeah. what would you? What would F seven media look like? Yeah, dude. in a couple of years from now. Yeah, that that's a that's a really great question. You know, I think uh, one of the things that I that I always um, look forward to is the future. Um, and, and with any of my other projects, I've always, always been future oriented um, in terms of just, okay, like where do I want to take the, my projects? I've always looked to the future and like, okay, this is my end goal. With F7 Mean, it's so different. It's so weird. Um, I'm actually living in the now. So like <laughs> you asking me that question is that this is the very first time I've ever thought of what a potential future could look like. Um, and so I apologize if I don't have, you know, the right answer here, but I think, um, right now, and and well, this will kind of lead to, to what I'm going to be doing in the future. But right now I think it's just all about building the foundation. Um, I want to have this podcast. I want to find people who want to, um, podcast themselves. Uh, if you have a podcast you would like to do, I know I want to do sports one day. Um, (laughs) you know, shout out to probably my biggest, um, uh, inspiration in um bill simmons and and the ringer network podcast network um that's what i would love to create that something like that with um with f7 media in terms of content creations i want to find the right people uh to grow with to grow that with uh i want to find streamers who are willing to put in the time um to want to be able to grow their brand want to be able to grow their podcast or their stream and then esports i think um it's just all about, again, finding the right players, people who want to compete competitively at a high level. Um, and for me, I found a niche. I want to, I want to, I, f- I found a niche in the middle ground of esports. And there's a lot of teams, there's a lot of up and coming, there's a lot of up and coming teams um, who I've just seen done great things. But for me, like I've always thought, I always, I, I, my goal with F7 esports is to be like the triple A. Uh, side of, of mm. what esports is, I can help feed people who don't have teams who want to compete at low, a good uh, at the high level, but are also really good, but just haven't been um, discovered yet. I want to grow um, their 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 themselves into being the best esport player they can be, and of course, um, kind of be a middleman. Hey, if you want to stick with F seven, that's great. But, you know, I want to get you know, my goal is to get you noticed by some of these bigger orgs like Optic Gaming or like uh, 100 Thieves or like um, FaZe Clan or whatever it is. Um, yeah. 
and yeah, and because yeah. there was a, a Netflix show, I, yeah. I don't know if you saw it, where it was like it was called Seven Days. Oh Out. yeah, bro. And, and one of the episodes was a, a League of Legends. So yeah. so you're not planning on getting a private jet and flying the team around. <laughs> you're, you're looking to kind of you know if I you want to, <laughs> I mean maybe yeah. maybe that's where I mean hey go. that's the that I mean at the end of the day that's the goal with esports. I want to be like those teams. I want to be like mm-hmm. 100 Thieves. I want to be like Rick Fox with Echo Fox. I want to. I want to have. I mean, it would be awesome to have my own League of Legends teams, my own um, Call of Duty teams, my own um, Fortnite teams. You know, um, mm-hmm. that would be a great goal. But I think that that's something that I think could it could happen maybe in the next five to ten years if I keep this up. But uh, as of right now, it's all about just finding the players initially and um, growing, helping them grow to be the best esport player slash athlete they can be, um, and yeah. then. Oh, Hopefully, growing also growing the brand of F seven esports, F seven gaming, team F seven, um, to where they can get picked up by bigger organizations, or if they want to stay and see, you know, the potential of what F seven can be, that we can be like those big orgs, you know, yeah, uh, you know, that's that's kind of the goal right now. See where that goes. Yeah. That's that's awesome. Uh, I mean, that's I'm I'm well past the prime of uh, if ever considering uh, competitive gaming. Dude, it I think like it's a, a I great. Think, <laughs> I think, dude, I'm like looking at these players, and it's insane. Like, if you look at the players who are coming up and coming right now, they're all like 16, 17, 18 years old, oh. 20 years old, <laughs> and it's like their reaction speed is on a different level where I just don't think I'm there, man. I do no. not think I'm there anymore. Well, these past old hands prime. don't have it. <laughs> well past the prime dude of like hand eye coordination. Well past it, dude. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, okay. So you've got a, you know, you're, you're focused on streaming. You're trying to build up an esports team and you've got a kind of a podcast networking forming. Um, like, how can someone get involved? Like, what what should they do if they're like, yo, I've got an awesome Twitch stream that yeah. I'm really wanting to take the next level, or like, hey, I actually do have like competitive <laughs> competitive fingers for gaming. Like, how can they reach out and kind of get involved with F7? Yeah, that's a that's a great question. Uh, as of right now, <clears throat> the best way you can do uh, the three things you can do. Number one, keep growing yourself. Keep growing yourself. Your stream, your skills. Keep playing. Put in the hours. If you wanna, if you wanna be a streamer, like go for it. If you wanna be a competitive esports player, can, like get in scrims. Keep practicing uh, every single day. Put in the hours. Uh, number two, uh, well, part of number one is continue to create content. Um, but number two, um, follow F Seven on all socials. And I, I know I'm kind of plugging myself here. But follow, <laughs> follow Team F Seven on on Twitter. F Seven Gaming on uh, Instagram. Um, and DM me, DM us. Like if you think you have a shot um, and you want to try out being a content creator for F7 or you want to try out uh, to be an esports player for F7 or you, maybe you have a podcast idea that you want to throw to me. Um, but yeah, if you just DM me, that'd be the best. Um, I'm going to put you to, I'm going to put you through to an application. Right now I do have an open application uh, through Google Docs um, for you to uh, fill out that application formally and professionally. Um and once I get those applications, then I, I start looking at them. I haven't looked at them yet. I know we've had a couple. Uh, we just recently opened up uh, the application to um, to esports uh, players and content creators. Uh, I don't know if you got to see that, Max, but we we just opened mm-hmm. that up. Uh, so if you want to go to my uh, the Twitter, uh, twitter.com slash... Um, I believe it's F7 team or something like that. F7 underscore uh, team. Um, F7 underscore media. Oh, uh, no team. I think I changed it to team. 
because I, like oh. I just like that better. Um, F7 underscore team. There's, and you scroll down a little bit, there should be an application there. Uh, and it'll push you to Google Docs where you share your Twitch, you share your content, your name, what game you want to play. Right now, uh, we are only accepting um, uh, players and content creators uh, for Fortnite, Apex Legends, <laughs> uh, League of Legends, and Smash Brothers Ultimate or Melee. Um, and those are only the four games. Now, uh, we had a good question, Max. Uh, someone DM'd me and was like, "Hey, uh, in terms of content creators, do, do we only do you only have to play the games that you're recruiting esports athletes for or players for?" Um, and that's a great question. I'm going to say yes. If if you want to be a content creator for F7 uh, Media slash F7, Team F7, then your main game must be one of those four games: either League, Smash Brothers, Apex, or Fortnite. But because you are a content creator and you can create content, it doesn't mean you can't play other games. Uh, like Resident Evil or like uh, the other, the you know, the new games that come out. Um, but mm-hmm. right now, if you want to get involved in F7, maybe you want to be an esports player or you want to be a content creator or maybe you have a podcast idea that you would like to throw out there uh, right now, just go to Twitter or the Instagram, DM me, and then I'll lead you to the application. So that's, that's very cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited to see how this uh, all turns out. Yeah, um, brother. <clears throat> it'll be, it'll be fun. I hope to see some more people join us. For sure. Um, for sure. So you, so you brought it up. Yeah, but I'm going to jump in to the, kind of the next topic. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh yeah. What I love is that like the you and I like we have I think we have really diverse game tastes like between the two of us. Like sure. I feel like we're always playing different games. But there has been one game that you and I have been playing a ton um, <laughs> over the last couple of weeks, and it's it's some little game that some people might have heard of Maybe. called Apex Legends. There I don't I don't know. Um, but I mean, if if you've been living under a rock, just kind of like high level, it's the latest in the battle royale um, kind of genre. It's a free to play title released by Respawn Entertainment, um, better known for the, the uh, Titanfall series. Um, and then they were a bunch of uh, they they left the original Call of Duty studio. Um, but it That's has right. taken right. the gaming world by storm. Um, I think it was the first game to knock off Fortnite on Twitch when it came out. Um, I think they already said they had something like 25 million unique users or something like that within the first couple of days, whatever. Like, the success has been absolutely insane for something I think nobody saw coming, except for like a few days in advance there was rumors of this. Right. Um, but... I, I, like just kind of at, at first, like what do you what do you what do you think of it so far? And you know, we we've played some squad games. I've been playing a bunch with some of my other friends on on Xbox and PC. Like, what do you think? What like what's what's drawn you in? Why do you think it's become such a big game? What an amazing story! First of all, uh, <laughs> like the guys, I honestly forgot that they did come from the Call of Duty. Uh, what, what Treyarch team? They're probably part of Treyarch, right? And um. Like what an amazing, just story. You know, they go ahead and make Titanfall, which is just like all right. I've heard is an amazing game in its own right. Um, completely botched the release date. I think they dropped right when Call of Duty and Battlefield came out a couple it, years yes, back. It was split right between the two of oh, them. Oh my goodness! <laughs> but if you look, at, and then what they did this time, which was just amazing, and I think honestly, I think that's why content creation and streamers are so big nowadays. It's like, like a lot of people don't like to say that. And I tweeted this. Like, it was kind of a hot. I like to tweet hot takes, you know, from time to time. They're like, they're like I would Hashtag say they're, hot take. They're like mild. I'm gonna say my takes are a little bit more mild than hot. I would say, but people don't like to say this. But I'm gonna tell you guys right now, like games, popular games, can live and die by 
who's streaming them on Twitch or how many are mm-hmm. streaming on Twitch. And like a lot of people don't like, you know, five, three years ago, two years ago, that might have not, not been the case. But I think now it's it's absolutely insane. And what Respawn did, if you don't know, is that they brought in all the biggest streamers to play the game early. They literally flew them out to, I believe they're in, uh, I think they're in North Seattle, bro. Um, Respawn? Uh, they're down in California. Oh, California. Okay. They brought yeah, all yeah. they brought all the big streamers out to play the game. They sponsored them, so it was an ad. Like people had to say ad and stuff like that. Uh, but that is the reason why this game is so big not i mean the game is the game is great don't get me wrong like i'm absolutely loving it gameplay is good other than the crashes for people it's been so good but to me the way they pulled this game into they like it's almost like they they were like this is going to be a huge game and we're going to force it number one we're going to get all the biggest streamers that you love shroud dr disrespect (laughs) all the four all the fortnite guys they brought in uh, we're going to sponsor them and have them play the game and talk great about the game because we know the game is good. Um, and and just, and just then the second thing they did, Max, which is so smart, and I think, you know, I, I didn't think we would see another Fortnite here, but they straight up released the trailer and they said, out now, out, yeah. out now. And and to me, that was that was it, dude. I, I knew this game was going to, as soon as I saw that trailer I, and as soon as I heard, learned about the timing of, of everything they dropped and when they were going to drop it, you knew it was just going to be, a, it was going to take the world by storm and the game yeah. is good and the game is good. So there you go. Yeah. I mean, and yeah. And that's the thing is it's like, yeah, they did the the whole streamer thing. And I don't remember what EA's program is, but they have an actual program. Um, and, and yeah, like you said, they like, they dropped a trailer and it came out, but it, all that doesn't matter if the game isn't isn't very good. Exactly, and that's the thing. It's a really really good game. Like they they took kind of the they were they. It feels like someone at respawn like a year ago. They sat down and was like, "What are the good parts of PUBG? What are the good parts of Fortnite? Yeah, and then we're like, what are the bad parts? And they kind of set those aside and they just kind of picked and choose chose what they wanted, and then they mixed it with what is already a, an awesome core game in Titanfall. Yeah. Um, you know, minus the the namesake. Um and then we're just kind of like, all right, here you go. And it's sort of this like it's like a weaponized battle royale of being like this is the <laughs> this is like the most perfect uh, you know, after years of these games kind of coming together, right. this is sort of like the new pinnacle of of what a battle royale game needs to be to to be successful. And and I think it's a different like Obviously, it's competing with those two, but I think the the element that it took, and, and we didn't even mention it, and I'm just thinking of it now, is that the uh, Call of Duty uh, Black Blackout. Ops 4 yeah, Blackout, has yeah. this. And it seems as if this was like, uh, yeah, you had that game mode. It was okay. We just made it a million times better. <laughs> like, it's kind of like how it feels. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, like, I mean, I kind of echo what you say. Is like, it really is interesting how content creators on twitch on on youtube and wherever like they were they seemed to be the ones that kind of like really sparked the interest because people turned on and you were like like i was at work so i couldn't download the game but like you could bring up twitch and be like whoa like this looks really cool and there's like all this stuff going on and then i got home and was was playing it so um you know 
they did an awesome job with the rollout to like get all that hype going and really just to stick with it immediately. And and I just saw I think yesterday the day before Fortnite is starting to incorporate some of the stuff Apex Legends is right. doing. That's, with the, the respawning yeah. so you can already see the impact it's having on the genre um kind of outside of of just sort of taking some good pieces and adding in a few of its own um, dude. but but speaking of because so i i think my experience with fortnite is like two or three games um and i was like <laughs> eh, not for me yeah yeah um although although i was uh, i really enjoyed PUBG, but you I mean, obviously, we, you know, it's a big focus of your content creation, but like you, you love Fortnite. You, you've put hundreds of, maybe not hundreds, but <laughs> a lot of hours into Probably into at this Fortnite. point, honestly, yeah. <laughs> yeah, over yeah. The, into the three-digit territory. Yeah, maybe. I mean, yeah, go ahead. So like, yeah, so my question was just sort of like, as someone who who is so invested in Fortnite, like, is this sort of, has this supplanted it? Is it kind of like your new go-to or is it just sort of a, is it just a break until, you know, season eight comes around and you'll jump back over? Yeah, like, like how does yeah, it compare? Yeah. Like, what, what are your thoughts on that? You know, it's so, it's so crazy, like to see these games both succeed at this, at this point, because yeah, it did take the number one spot on Twitch. Apex did for a little bit. Now they're kind of like evening out. Um, but the crazy part is like, okay, so, so I never used to like Fortnite. I hated Fortnite. You know, I was like all the little old. Yeah, if you're a little kid, you like Fortnite. That was like that was my that was my look at it, right? And like you know, I I was it's and Fortnite's so funny because you either hate it or you love it. Like there's rarely people who are in between. Um, and so for me, getting to streaming, um, like how could you not play Fortnite? Like the biggest game in the world, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I eventually tried it out. Like for, I, I mean, I've been I, I was in there, you know, since season one, honestly, in and out, dabbled in it. I was like, this game's not for me. Um, but eventually I got back to it. I, I eventually gave it a chance. I was like, all right, I'm gonna give it like this last chance. See what the, see why really people like actually give it a chance not just make fun of it and like meme it, you know? And, <laughs> uh, and, um, so last season, actually, I, I've only been playing like consistently since last season, which is, which is kind of insane. Um, but, uh, for me, <clears throat> and I'll say this and, and, you know, I played apex for a long time now, uh, you know, 400 kills just that something like that you know uh wraith main by the way wraith main 400 kills you know fl- weird flex but okay <laughs> uh but um I, I i think at this point nothing can be fortnite uh and and i say that you know loving both games and, and understanding you know and and i think apex has come so close to bringing something very unique to the br genre um they they literally combined call of duty gameplay fast pace fun stream mechanics with overwatch style uh legends and, and 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 abilities which has just been absolutely awesome but to me nothing will ever <clears throat> and and you know we we look at apex legends and we're like yeah, we this is kind of something brand new, but it's also seems there's like a familiarity to it, you know, whether it's through Halo, whether it's through Call of Duty, whether it's through Overwatch. And to me, Fortnite, there's there's never been anything like that. Like you can't compare mm-hmm. Fortnite, you can't compare Fortnite to anything. Um and it's it's really the building to me why I think that game is so special. Um mm-hmm. and it's a great game cuz I mean the the gameplay is so good. Um but the building to me, I think, outweighs anything I've ever played in any game, and that's why I'm always drawn back to it. You know, um, yeah. 
And so, yeah, like for me personally, I think I'm always going to be Fortnite number one, Apex number two. It doesn't now that's not taking anything away from Apex or Fortnite because they're both really good games. There's a reason why hundreds of thousands, millions <laughs> of players are playing these two games. There's a reason, right? They're both really good. Um, right, but right. for me personally, I think I, 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 I'm right now ready to play Fortnite again like consistently uh with apex sprinkle and apex in, in time in there but yeah i don't know it, they're so different you can't really compare them but if i had to put number one and two i think Fortnite still gives me the edge because there's nothing like that on the market you know so yeah so you really do see like a world where we're both sort of coexist oh, i think kind of the one that we've left out though is is PUBG, which is sort of the the Sort of the OG can we get battle F- royale. Can we get F in chat for 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 PUBG? No, I'm kidding. Yeah, I'm yeah. Kidding. No, let it's, me, it's... Yeah, let me put an F in chat there. <laughs> um, oh, I'm not logged in. Um, it's all good. But yeah, like it, it, yeah, it really started. I think it kind of. I, I don't think it directly came out of, but I think it was. Um, it seemed to be heavily influenced from like the Daisy sort of yeah. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like more survival focus, but. I, I think since Fortnite's popularity has skyrocketed, like PUBG is kind of its numbers have not tanked i mean it's still i think it's in six digit numbers but it's it's well off of where it used to right. be <clears throat> um, right and I, it feels like kind of like what you were alluding to is like if it's gonna permanently pull from an audience it feels like it'd be the PUBG group versus the Fortnite group like i think right. it'll i think apex legends will pull from both but it seems like PUBG is going to be the bigger loser yeah um sure and so do you i mean do you think like this is maybe the the final nail in the coffin of like the people like me who are like, ah, Fortnite, a little too kitty, not like digging it. Right. Uh, but maybe you're a little burned out on PUBG, like this new sort of more hardcore game. Like, do, do you think this is maybe the kind of the final push to, to PUBG to kind of be relegated to a permanent has been status? Yeah, no, that's a, that's a good question. I, you know, uh, PUBG, you know, we got to shout out PUBG cause that was like the, you know, for all intents and purposes, that was the OG battle Royale. You know, that's the game mm-hmm. that everyone, that's the game that everyone built upon. Fortnite built upon it. Call of Duty built upon it. Apex Legends system to certain extent. All, all of them. Realm Royale. I can just name a bunch of them. Um, but the thing with PUBG is just it only attracts a very niche um, audience. And the reason mm-hmm. being is because you know when PUBG was at the height of its of its of its time, it's only because PUBG was really the only game. Um, right, right. Once Call of Duty came out, uh, Fortnite, of course, once that came out, man. Um, and then obviously we're here at Apex Legends time. But <laughs> yeah, it's like that game is not going to die. Like I'm not it's it's not going to die. It's always going to have its niche audience. It's always adding content. Uh, they just added a third island or fourth island at this point now. They're always they're they're adding. I think, they, I think yeah, they the, just yeah, added the fourth a fourth one. one, the winter map, the snow map. Um, it's not gonna die, and 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 I hope it never dies because I I absolutely loved my time with PUBG. I I remember a time where I was playing that every single day. Um, yeah, and it was very fun. That, that first chicken dinner that is fir- like I mean, there's uh, you know I always say this. There's nothing. There's few better experiences in a video game than that last you know one v one last two people left <laughs> on the br. You get the you get the win, and it's just like an amazing feeling. But yeah, I, I think PUBG's days in terms of where it's going to go are, are done unless it does something drastically, but I, I, I just don't see it. I think Fortnite continues to innovate on the BR, and then, of course, Apex Legends are, is going to continue. And I think it's, um, by the way, I think it's amazing that Apex and Fortnite are going head-to-head because they're only going to help each other grow 
in this yeah. in the br like i you know like you were saying earlier i yeah i, I was reading that uh uh, they were going to add respawning. Uh, Fortnite was going to add respawning. And literally, when Apex came out and they had an interaction button with zip lines, Fortnite finally put an interaction for zip lines, which, which the community was asking for for so long. <laughs> and, 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 you know, when, when, when a game is on top for so long and they don't have competition, it's not healthy uh, for anyone. And so I'm glad Apex uh, is there to push, push Fortnite to, to higher levels. And so, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah no, I, I totally agree. Like having that that competition at that point and obviously this is you know PUBG was sort of an indie studio and now you've got two of the largest gaming studios kind of throwing their resources behind it'll be interesting to see how they push it um right. kind of so the last question on apex legends is yeah so you've had it uh, a couple weeks now yeah, um, yeah, I yeah. Think it's done some stuff that's I, revolutionary sounds a little over the top but i think that <laughs> have pushed the genre forward sure, like the call definitely. outs and kind that, of oh like, my like, goodness yes yeah, which is amazing especially like when i had I the audio Fort- trouble i heard fortnite's gonna do that too we'll see i hope they, yeah. do. they need it that there's nothing like he's over here i'm like so tired of here calling that and i'm very guilty of saying that by the way he's here he's over here where's over here yes in front yeah of me, no, i get i even have it and i'm like oh they're back behind us and <laughs> yeah, it's like oh yeah, you yeah. know and then i give the the direction call <clears throat> yeah, um yeah. but yeah like apex legends has brought a lot of new things to kind of push the genre forward so like so they they just added a new gun um this this week i believe so like what what are you looking forward to over the next couple of months of, of like what do you want to see added into apex legends um kind of maybe just just in and of itself like what do you want to for me, obviously, seeing new legends is going to be kind of like yeah, just the same dude, as for yeah. that that draw with like Overwatch or like a new hero. Like that'll be a big thing for me. But like, what else are you looking forward to? Um, no, yeah, that's let's start there. Like, I remember playing Apex Legends for the very first time, and I was saying, um, I've I was already saying this has so much potential. Like the way they they can add legends. And then I was looking at the skins and the and and the guns, um, and they just they already added a brand new gun, uh, which I have some strong feelings for, by the way. But to me, what I want to see out of Apex Legends is I want to see Respawn support this game like Epic Games supports Fortnite. I want to see mm-hmm. them consistently updating the game, consistently changing the meta if it's bad, consistently improving upon what they've already built. Um, that's what I want to see. Number one, number two, I can't wait for seasons to come because I can't wait mm-hmm. for there to be ways for us to unlock skins other than crafting or buying. I can't wait to see us uh, doing challenges every single time because that's one. That's one of the things I love Fortnite so much. It's because even if you're not good at uh, uh, building or shooting, you could still have a really fun time doing those challenges. Whether it's, hey, go over here and dance on this thing or do a time trials airplane uh, <laughs> uh, run or uh, loot seven boxes. It's just like little things for us to do other than let's go let's go find some kill, kill, like killing people. Like, no, no, like don't get me wrong. You know, <laughs> nothing's better than, than, than wiping a whole team out. But it's it, it's really cool when, when these battle royales have mini kind of mini games within a big game for us mm-hmm. to do and challenges for us to do. Yeah, no, yeah, I agree. That sounds um, the the yeah, the idea of seasons um, is a, is a good one. And yeah, next like month. I said, I mean, I think the I, I feel like I've heard that they are. Yeah, I next don't, month. I don't have any of the information. Oh, yeah. awesome. So March, yeah, so uh, we'll season be... one starts in March, I believe. That's where they already announced. So awesome. Yeah. And. Um, and then I guess the other, just one thing that came out, and um, I don't even have the notes, is is will do you know if there's going to be an esports scene 
spinning up and is it something that f7 is looking at or is that kind of kind of focused on fortnite for now yeah i hope so um i think that apex has a potential to do esports i think see the problem with fortnite is the esports part of it hasn't been very great um Mm. they've held tournaments and they and they've done really cool things with it they have the skirmishes which is just like a mess in my opinion um <laughs> and now they announced the for- fortnite world cup which is going to be super interesting 100 million dollar prize pool by the way oh my god yeah if that's not if that's not going to get your attention uh <laughs> by the way shout out to our uh fortnite esports player the our only one our only esports player uh my brother jeremy press who's very by the way s- s- amazing at fortnite like <laughs> We're gonna get him up and running, but um, and I don't say that lightly, by the way. Like he he scrims every single day with all the pros. He's he's been like many of the pros in in, game, in a lot of scrims, um, but and he will be competing for the Fortnite World Challenge World Cup, uh, which is online qualifiers, which is kind of insane to me. Um, but anyway, I digress. Uh, Apex, I think if what Respawn needs to do is they need to take care of the if they want if they want to make it an esport, they need to take care of it. PUBG had so much potential. And they did some really cool things in the esports realm. It's just battle royales. Battle royale to me is just really hard to for for that to be an esport. It's just I don't know why it's so hard. You know, League of Legends. If you look at that, that's like the biggest esports game in the world. It's so easy for them to do it. Where battle royale, it hasn't. It's been a rough road. I think part of it's because it's uncharted ter- territory. MOBAs has has been a video game genre for I don't know how long, dude. Twenty years at this, maybe more. You know, Max. Oh yeah, since the oh. I Gosh. mean, whenever World Warcraft Three came out, yeah, it's been it's been yeah, it's like thirty years at this point, right? Um, yeah. But battle royale, is such a new genre, it's hard to pinpoint how how they can make this esport. Hopefully, Apex can do that. I think if Apex takes care of it and really comes up with innovating ideas and and how to make it an esport, then I think they'll they'll be okay. But yeah, I would like to see it become an esport, just like Fortnite has, uh, so we can we can be competitive in that as well. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I kind of, I'm, what well, have thought of like, how do you do esports in a in a VR game? And I'm, yeah, I haven't fully figured it out, but they, I'm they sure, did, sorry, sure they'll figure it out. They did the Twitch Rivals tournament, which I really like that way. It's just, it's just harder to do it because you have to, in my opinion, to have it become a legit esports, you have to play on LAN with 99 of the the best players, pros. You know, uh, yeah. the way they did it on Twitch Rivals, which I kind of like. It, but it's it's a lot of RNG, man. Because what they did is they had two teams, and whoever gets the most kills after a certain amount of time, uh, or and wins count for points as well. But it, yeah, it's just it's just tough, man. Like the way they have to do it is just, you have to do it like Fortnite does it. You have to get all the pros on LAN, uh, in person, and um, that's really the only way. But I don't know. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting how they do it. Yeah, definitely. Um, all right, so changing so changing topics since yeah. this podcast. Yeah, is so not just by the, the way, by the way, quick look into nerd culture. We hopefully the goal, Max, is to cover gaming, and the next week, uh, hopefully tech, and mm-hmm. um, and then we have the entertainment side of it. So this is our last uh, part of it, right? Yeah, yeah, and and so that's a good comment. It's like the idea of the gaming. This podcast isn't just to be gaming focused. I think like when we were talking about this from the beginning, like you were really you had a vision of this being more than just like because we could sit here talking about gaming but like and anyone talks about gaming so i think for us it's, it's really just kind of looking at all the kinds of things that are interesting to us at any one yeah. time like like you got some new tech and it's like whoa that's really cool and then you know like we're talking you know we can talk movies the next moment and stuff like that right. so that's kind of the idea for for all of this um 
and and so that's kind of yeah this our last segment for tonight is just right. looking at this another another little show people may have heard of called game of thrones i miss it dude I, we've been re-watching it uh from season one which i'm gonna tell you what man season one has not been kind in terms of the way it's aged although it is it is cool to, to kind of see the seeds being planted for what's going to go on this season but it's just like i'm like ready to get to like season four and five six seven you know i'm ready yeah yeah, I know. I mean, I remember it was like at the time it's so amazing, but like I, I think when when I finally got my wife hooked on it after a couple of seasons, I think we were two or three seasons in at that point. Like, yeah. Even then, I was like, oh yeah, it's like you can. It's definitely you can see how it it got its legs in, in later seasons. Yeah, but yeah. The, the funny story here is, and a little bit of history is, is Game of Thrones was actually I, I think at least my like real first foray into to podcasting um, yeah bro we, that's we right had, we had the the ice and fire cast yay um, r.i.p dude r.i.p yeah, yeah just a yeah we leave it in, it's a, a memory of kind of our first little dipping our toe into everything um but i mean with with only one season there's only six episodes even though they're like an hour and a half long um i don't think we'll be resurrecting ice and fire cast but I still want to talk about like what the conclusion is going to be for this. Like, I mean, it's yeah. what, it'll be almost 10 years. Um, wow. Cause I think, let's see, it would have, it came out final year of college is 2011. So like, wow. so eight years, eight yeah, years. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, like, I mean this final season and it's actually hard to imagine since it feels like it's been gone so long is it's only, it's just a little over a month away. It's middle of April. Um, like how are you feeling like are you starting to get hyped up for it or is it you know a little bit a little, little too far away still they they just recently uh threw up uh the newest trailer right like the the one with sansa john and uh Arya in the in the the tomb what is it called the crypt right uh yeah uh, yeah they've done a few teaser trailers that like yeah. they've kind of either like trailer f- specific footage or whatever but yeah like we're still I, my theory it's nine o'clock while we're, we're doing this but i my theory is i think tonight is the season finale of true detective uh-huh my theory is it's gonna come out soon oh there's now that oh, this is over there's a new trailer coming out soon i that's my theory there's nothing to back it up yeah, yeah, yeah. i hope i hope they don't release anything out like i, I don't want to see anything about season eight right season eight um mm-hmm. to me it's like just like i'm i'm ready personally i'm ready for it man I'm like i i'm excited <laughs> Uh, I've never been, I haven't had a show like this in terms of the scale, um, and you know, reality of it. But, uh, for me, I'm just excited, man. Like I, I can't wait for season eight. I think it's going to be, it has to be amazing. I hope it's going to be amazing. It's very (laughs) uncharted territory. Uh, this is going to be, uh, wise. And what's the other guy's name? Uh, Oh, Benioff. This is going to be wise Benioff's ending, not George RR's ending. Um, so it's going to be interesting kind of seeing where that kind of the drama of that already uh, and seeing where that goes. But uh, for me, dude, I'm like very, I'm very excited, man. It's, it's, uh, it's, uh, I think the problem is just, uh, I, I don't think, I don't think hype levels have reached are not at all time. I right now. it's still a little bit out and there's so many things uh, coming out in different nerd culture stuff like gaming and stuff like that. That's going to be yeah. before that, but I'm sure once, you know, mid March happens, end of March, it's going to be full on hype hype mode for sure yeah 
And and so the the ice and fire cast was was dormant for season seven. So I didn't. I don't. It was. Think I got all of your yeah. thoughts, but like, so what did you think? And you kind of you touched on it for a second there too. Season I seven it. was. was <laughs> I need to rewatch it, man. There is. Ah, there's like. It's been two it's years the, since I watched it, dude. <laughs> it is. It's hard to believe how long it's been. Right. Like right. having that that much of a. Uh, I'm trying to think. There's another. Show. Oh, it's the Expanse. I'm a, I'm a big fan of the Expanse, okay. the book series and the TV series, and they have the same. They have a big gap too between season three and season four, and I think Westworld as well. Like it's just it's becoming oh, like gosh. a big new thing now. Yeah, it is. Yeah, but, I, um, I dropped off of Westworld by the way. Oh, yeah, it's, it got it got really complicated. Yeah. Um, that's a whole nother. That's why I'm not topic. a fan of that show anymore. It, it may, there are some shows where I don't mind thinking, but it's just like you're just trying to like make me think like way too much, and I'm, I don't watch TV shows for that, you know. So <laughs> just a, just a medium level of thinking, right? Exactly. Facts. But so, like, what what did you think of season seven? Like, I mean, we don't have to go in episode, uh, by episode but like, just kind of like overall, what were your thoughts? Especially because this is like you said, like this is the first. This is season seven was the first season that was outside of the books, and yeah. so. I don't believe that they're like, oh, we don't know what's going to happen in the books. So I think they know what's going to happen. I think they do to do, by the way. I think this is going to be end up being George George's ending as well. Yeah, I just have a hard time imagining them being like, oh, we're just going to go totally do our own thing. Right. Uh, unless he doesn't know. And that's what they mean. Like when they don't know, it's because this he could help out RR in the end. He's like, OK, now I have my ending, you know. Yeah, finish that last book, go, RR. He can, he can go on Reddit and be like, "Oh, they didn't like that part. Let me let me cross that out." Oh my goodness, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, what did you think of season seven? Like, what was your just kind of your thoughts on that? Oh man, I honestly I don't. It's weird. I remember moments, but I ha, I don't remember like the minutia of it. So I mm. do remember, obviously, and we're gonna get into spoilers here. I do remember the wall. Uh, a little bit of the wall coming down. I remember the White Walkers <laughs> getting past that. I remember the Ice Dragon. That was season seven. Yes. Yep. yep. I remember the Ice Dragon. That was an, what an amazing. That was amazing. Like who? Th- yeah, that was that was pretty insane. Uh, what else do I remember? I remember um, the meeting between uh, Cersei and John, and that right. That was season seven as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and how she's basically like gonna mess over everybody uh but yeah. i don't know how she do that and i remember john and uh <laughs> uh what's her uh daenerys uh very <laughs> very targaryen scene i would say and, yeah. then, and then we learned the truth about john which is which was a really great moment um with bran being back which was so good because we didn't see him in season six at all um and his vision of who john's parents were which which we've been figure no we we not even figure out we've known for a while just hoping to confirm it on the tv show in canon but uh dude now that i'm remembering all these moments like i'm i'm so excited to see what what the finale of it all is um in terms of well, and i yeah. and, and i think that's the the one that always sticks with me is like I, there's all these other things of like i mean either the white walkers are will win or not like there's kind of like some stuff but like the one that sticks with me is like so this is this is where I'm, I'm confused because if it, the ultimate Game of Thrones move would be that no one ever finds out about John outside of we know we know Bran and um, Sam know. Oh but my goodness! Somehow, yeah. if like that news never got to someone else, now oh, I feel happen. like it'd be super frustrating. It's gonna like, happen. Dude. It would be the most Game of Thrones thing to be like, no. you know, we've killed off all your main characters, yeah. and now here's the big secret. And 
it's never going to get to him. Right. And he's like, but I think to me, that's the thing I'm just like most curious. I'm like, just how are you going to resolve it? Right. Yeah. You know, what is it going to do? Yeah. hundred percent. I don't, I don't know. I have so many, I'm, I think as game of Thrones fans, we have, we always have more questions than we have answers. Yes. And, And at this point, last season, all the answers have to be on the table. You know, if they're not, mm-hmm. it's not going to be good. Fans won't be happy. So, I and I'm sure Wise and Benioff have figured that out. Uh, this is the last season to answer every single lingering question that we have. You know, and 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 for me, that's always that always starts with John and what's going to happen with him and and, and Daenerys, uh, which is kind of funny. But um, yeah, uh, dude, I'm 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 ready, dude. I'm excited. I think uh, I think we're going to have all our answers question answered questions answered. Sorry, excuse me. Um, but it just depends on how they do them. I think, which is the biggest key, you know, Yeah. how are they going to, yeah, how are they going to lay it all on the table, uh, with an hour and a half episodes and only six episodes left. They have, they have to go all in. It's, you know, we look at previous seasons and we're like, okay, they're taking it slow. They're character developing. No more of that. No more. <laughs> it's just, just head first into, into the finish. And like, I feel like they did kind of get the hint with like, I think at the beginning of season seven, they were like, Oh, the sand snakes. Yeah, they're dead. And like, they just, they just like cut them completely out. Like, Oh my gosh. So I think they yeah. maybe kind of know where it's like, we need to start Unlike Martin. Like they know right. they need to start kind of right. bringing things back in. But right. um, yeah, season seven was so interesting because it was like, it was unlike any other season we've ever seen where they just went all in. They were going a hundred miles an hour. Arya Stark comes in and kills Walder <laughs> Frey off the bat. She's already across the, the 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 what is it called the Narrow Sea. She's already across the Narrow Sea. Uh, you know, Daenerys is on a boat. Like they, you know, we've we've never been here, and so I think season seven was definitely a prelude to what's going to happen in season eight, which is just go all in and go 100 miles an hour and don't stop. Yep. Yeah. I'm I'm excited, but um. So I am. I think that's about all we've got time Yay. for this week. Yeah. Um, but, but before we kind of wrap things up, I, I like. What have you got planned this week? Like, what uh, are you playing anything new? Um, or is it, are there any streams we should be watching out for in particular outside of like just your normal schedule? Like, what's like what's coming up? Um. Yeah, should be streaming. I mean, my stream schedule is always on twittercom fortitude f o r seven i t u d e. Um, and so I, I usually stream on weeknights around 10 p.m. Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday, I believe, is my stream schedule, four days a week. Um, but uh, you can always follow like follow us on, on Twitter and Instagram at team underscore – or at F7 team on Twitter and F7 underscore gaming and, and team F underscore – Sorry, F7 underscore media on uh, Instagram. Like That's a lot of stuff. But if you just go to my Twitter, uh, twitter.com slash fortitude, you can find all of us here. Um, but no, it's, 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 uh, it's it, yeah, just going to be playing more Fortnite uh, and um, Apex Legends this week. I don't, I think the only, I don't even know, I honestly haven't even, it's weird to play games as service because you kind of just forget about other games that are coming out. <laughs> um, I know I know Anthem just came out, which I completely mm-hmm. just said, you know, I can't do it. I just absolutely can't do it. Uh, but I will be playing The Division whenever that comes out. That's probably my next new game I'm going to be playing. Other than that, uh, going to be uh, playing some more Fortnite, some more Apex, uh, some more Tetris Battle Royale, if you haven't heard of that one. <laughs> Uh, that was a lot I, is, of, it, is that a Tetris 99? Yeah, Tetris 99. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. I played it last night uh, on stream or Friday night on stream. 
and uh, dude, it's crazy. It's absolutely insane. Um, but I promise to do a lot of more single player games uh, on stream as well. So, um, and then of course this week, just continue to work on F seven and see kind of see where we go. Um, I'm excited for already excited for next week's episode here on Screen Peaking. Uh, yeah. So uh, just follow us and uh, but if yeah for all the new stuff, just follow us on on all the socials. Uh, keep yeah. With yeah. And yeah, like you mentioned, Anthem. That's been kind of the game I've been playing. Probably to be able to talk a little bit more about it. Um, yeah, we'll have to get your thoughts. Episode. Yeah, we'll have to get your thoughts uh, soon. Yeah, it'll be yeah, it'll be interesting. Um, and then I just got the division. Yeah, it's tough. There's a lot of games coming out. Yeah. But um, but yeah, no, I want to thank everyone for for listening into the just this first episode of Screen Peaking. Um, we'll be back next week. I think we'll probably nail down what the schedule will be pretty soon. Um, and and we're just gonna take another dive into to everything nerd culture. Um, 100%, dude. In the meantime, just be sure to like and subscribe. Uh, we'll get us. We'll be up on uh, uh, iTunes soon enough. Um, but we're on SoundCloud if you want to listen on there. Um, and yeah, just give us a follow on uh, at, uh, on Twitter at F7 underscore team. Um, and like I said, it'll, all the, the links will be there. Um, you can find everyone's accounts. And then obviously, if you're here, you're already there. But be sure to, to give a, a subscription or a, a like or whatever. Follow to uh, Twitch Prime subs, guys. Twitch yeah. Prime subs. All right. <laughs> I'm, I'm a little out of the lingo for, no, it's for all Twitch. Good. I was like, yeah, just click that, click the button so they're click green. Click the button, dude. <laughs> click the button. Yeah, if you like anything on stream, hit the follow button. Follow button is yep. a free and easy way to support us. Uh, use your Twitch Prime subs here on twitch.tv. Max, thank you so much for episode one. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, had a little ass. Until next week. All right, see ya.